Hi everyone and welcome to our scalp micropigmentation podcast. I'm Caitlin James from Scalp Micropigmentation Australia and welcome to episode 6. Today we're going to be having a chat with a client of ours who originally had his scalp micropigmentation procedure 13 years ago um, back when scalp micropigmentation really wasn't a mainstream procedure at all. Um, It was still in the very experimental phases of um, trying different procedures trying different pigments trying different machines and needles to try and work out how to create the look of a full head of shaven hair Um, so our client goes through and has a chat with us about his treatment that was done by a local tattooist before then going through and having his um, original result removed before now receiving a really lovely um, camouflaged effect blending out old pigment um, and now having the look of a full head of shaven hair so if you'd like to find out a little bit about um, the beginnings of SMP um, as well as removal of SMP stay tuned originally had a scalp micropigmentation result done around 13 years ago and 13 years ago it was really in the very experimental stages of scalp micropigmentation where they were just sort of sussing out and working out how to create the look of a forehead of shaven hair. So what we might do is have a chat to our client about how that all happened and what he went through. So tell us, how did that all come about back in the beginning when you first had your scalp micropigmentation procedure done? Yeah, I was, um, <clears throat> I was a uh, apprentice tattooist at the time and I was starting to shave my head and one of the um, primary tattooists in that place said to me, um, let's try an experiment on you. I can probably give you a full head of hair. Um, I've been watching um, and reading a few things about this procedure and I'd like to try it. Would you like to be my guinea pig? <laughs> and that's how it started. Yeah. That's how it happens. Yeah. So got to start somewhere and, and so tell us how, how we went about it. So was it just one session? Was, how, did it, how did it all come together? It was just one session mm-hmm. and he basically used a uh, regular tattoo machine Mm -hmm. and apparently the smallest needle he can find Mm -hmm. Um, a few weeks later um, I mean the the minute he started and I I had a look at it and I was shocked I wanted to stop but the um, the damage had been done Um, the dots were massive and a few weeks later they started turning green um, and so from there, what did you do? Did you sort of regrow the hair that you had or well, did you continue to shave it? Yeah, there wasn't much hair to grow. Yeah. Um, so I basically became really efficient with makeup mm-hmm. until I started uh, getting laser uh, tattoo removal mm-hmm. on it. So you're camouflaging every day just using like foundation to cover up the yes. colour? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. Yep. And then how, how long was it before you then started investigating laser tattoo removal? Uh, probably about five years into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. around that time, laser tattoo removal here 
in Adelaide, uh, there wasn't a lot of places um, uh, back at that time that offered that service. So how did you go about choosing a laser tattoo removal person? Uh, my, <coughs> my partner at the time uh, saw an advertisement somewhere and uh, we ended up going to this place down in... Uh, down in Unley, I believe, um, and this lady was a nurse, and apparently she was a nurse, mm -hmm. and obviously she was not very experienced because the actual treatment took two hours, two and a half hours actually, mm -hmm. and it was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. And you're pretty well covered with lots of tattoos there, so... I am, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've you got would a say that it, it was worse than getting tattooed? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. And after two hours of laser on your head, I ended up looking like, a, like an alien. My head was blown, blown up, basically. Uh, my eyes were half shut because of the swelling. Um, and I never wanted to go through that experience ever again. So safe to say you had bad SMP, um, which really wasn't SMP back then. Yeah. Um, then having laser tattoo removal, where a lady obviously back at that time probably doesn't have a lot of experience with removing scalp pigment, just doing too much in a session perhaps, and maybe not having the right settings. I don't think she had any idea what yeah. she was doing here. Yeah. So what happened after that first laser tattoo removal session then? I saw some uh, reasonable results. They weren't amazing. Mm -hmm. There was some fading there. So uh, I wanted it all gone. So I went to another company that had a different laser. Mm -hmm. um, and when that lady was through, she was finished in 15 minutes. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I said. Are you done already? Yeah. She goes, yes, I'm finished. <laughs> she goes, I said, are you sure? Did you get everything? Yeah, yeah. So it went from there. So um, I guess becoming a little bit more cluey about what you're then looking for. So maybe machine yes, had a bigger yeah. impact, big, bigger difference. Yeah, yeah. And then did you see a lot more clearance from the pigment from that second laser? There was, there was a much more, yeah, there was bigger clearances there until I found a third guy who had a a brand new machine um, the uh, PicoSure I mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. and I had three treatments with him and uh, basically there was a lot of fading when it came to when when I had treatment with him um, yeah. so the last the re the last result that the result I had when I came here was yeah. So that was the result of was the, re the result of, of five yeah. five laser tattoos. But keeping in mind that if someone does receive sort of not so lovely SMP these days, it's probably not as severe as the tattooing you had thirteen years ago. No. Because um, no. that d did seem to be very deep. Yeah. Planted pigment. Yeah. Very. It looked like it reached the bottom of the dermal plane and maybe down to the subcutaneous because it was just very, very faded, underlying sort of hazes of colour, not defined. 
sort of dark dots at all. Yeah. Yeah. So having five laser removals cleared it fairly well, but you're still using makeup and, and camouflaging techniques. Because um, some of it was still there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some of it was. It, the guy said you might need ten treatments to remove all of it completely mm -hmm. because like you said it was quite deep mm -hmm. and it was it was done like a traditional tattoo it wasn't yeah it was quite deep yeah so when I saw you for consultation we sort of went through and I had a look at the color and I thought that it had faded enough that we could probably camouflage it out by applying the SMP over um, so from the first session, can you explain some of the differences in having the original treatment versus your treatment um, with us? Yeah. Um, felt and recovery. And there was literally no pain uh, with your treatment. Um, well, there was a little bit of pain. It was minimal. Um, First session, I could still see the uh, the green dots on there, but by the second session, it was basically completely covered, and I was quite amazed at that. Um, with recovery, you come in, you get your treatment done, and by that evening, the redness had faded away, and by the next day, there was literally there was. There was no pain there, uh, no irritation, nothing like that. I mean, it feels like a tattoo. It becomes a bit itchy after a while, but mm -hmm. a couple of days into it with the, um, the, uh, the, the cream that I got uh, from you guys, it was, yeah, it was literally, you forget about it. So what does it mean now that you, you've had three sessions with us and today we're just doing a, a fourth layer just to make sure that we blend everything out perfectly. Um, what does it mean to you now um, with your daily routines? Like I said to you, it's very liberating. Um, I don't have to wake up like an hour before I have to go to work to get my makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's it's a very liberating process. I don't have to wear any more. Uh, I don't have to wear hats when I go out uh, to cover my head. And I'm very, very happy about it. Um, yeah. yeah. So applying the makeup, how long did that generally take? Uh, about 45 minutes yeah. every morning. Yeah. And that's taken that giving me my mornings back basically yeah and you were saying that you were always a little bit nervous about people touching your head or um, perhaps sweating with makeup on as well even when you had it on um, you know because you didn't want people finding out that you were wearing makeup on the scalp to camouflage so I can imagine having scalp micropigmentation here, it's just one less thing for you to think about when you go out and about. Absolutely, and you, you, you get used to it very quickly. Um, you're basically you know, showing off to people, basically. It's yeah. like, oh, you can touch my head now. Yeah. I don't have an <laughs> issue with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I guess just being a lot more comfortable in yourself. And very comfortable. Yeah. Very comfortable within myself. And yeah. your mornings back. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Is there anything else that you wanted to say to anyone that might be considering um, doing scalp micropigmentation? Uh, don't consider it anymore. Just come and get it done because it is a life-changing procedure. Um, not for other people per se, but for yourself. Um, it gives you your um, confidence back and I'm extremely, extremely happy with it. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and where you've come from and where you're at. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks. And that concludes our podcast for today. If you'd like to find out more information on scalp micropigmentation, feel free to head over to our website, www.smpaus.com.au. Submit an inquiry if you'd like to ask a specific question or if you'd like to um, put forward a suggestion for an up-and-coming podcast.